the Lloyd's List Shipping Podcast. Welcome to the Lloyd's List Podcast. I'm Richard Mead, editor of Lloyd's List. Joining me this week, I have a very special guest, the new Chief Executive of the Maritime Coast Guard Agency here in the UK, Mr. Brian Johnson. Brian, welcome to the uh, Lloyd's List Podcast. Thank you. Now you're coming in to one of the hardest jobs in shipping, I think. You joined the MCA at the point where we are teetering on the edge of Brexit. We have some fairly ambitious goals set by the government in its new Maritime 2050 strategy paper. The MCA itself has gone through a number of changes over the years and uh, you're coming in at a point where it's going to need some direction post-Brexit and and commercially speaking, the uh, UK flag is not as good as it could be. So welcome to shipping, but where's your priority here? Give us your uh, your, your, your top three ambitions coming into this. As you say, interesting times and um, I think, you know, actually lucky to have come into the MCA role at a point when some of the really hard work on transformation has already been carried out by my predecessor, uh, Alan Massey. It is interesting times with Brexit and some of that obviously still has to to play out. I think coming into the MCA, my reflections are there are priorities in three three different areas. one is to really make sure we're delivering as much as we possibly can on the maritime safety agenda. And that ranges from the macro shipping agenda through to, for example, reducing rates of individual drownings mm-hmm. around the UK. And we've a big role to play alongside other organisations in doing that. I think secondly, doing what we can within the UK to support growth in the maritime services sector and to enhance the UK's reputation within the maritime sector. Mm. And, you know, we're one of the agencies that can really do some practical work to deliver on the ambitions of the Maritime 2050 strategy that DFT launched uh, a few weeks ago. And I think the other agenda is around innovation. As an ex-engineer, it's really interesting for me to come into shipping at a time when not only is there organic change in the sense of automation and the exponential explosion of that, but also a huge change being driven by regulation and convention. And, uh, you know, I'd say the changes around sulfur emissions are almost just a warm up act to the big, the big act, which is going to be massive reduction in carbon emissions mm. over the next 30 years. And, you know, although my background's not in the maritime sector, I used to manufacture and design plants that manufactured fuels that are being talked about in the future, hydrogen, ammonia, methanol. And it's a different world dealing with that stuff than it is working with heavy fuel oil. So I, th- I think the sort of sheer quantum of change that's going to happen in the shipping sector over the next 30 years is fascinating. And the MCA, I think, uh, has uh, potentially a massive role in helping the sector to embrace that change. As you rightly point out, I mean, a, a lot of change, a lot of opportunity coming away. And, and reading the, the 2050 document, it, it, it was an ambitious set of priorities set by the government, a robust one, necessarily so. But I think one passing mention of the current Brexit situation. And the reality is your role is going to be balancing the near-term potential chaos, certainly disruption caused by Brexit and the nitty-gritty of how to deal with the uh, the UK flag, but also the regulatory relationship between Britain and, and Europe and, and, and various sort of technicalities around that, 
but also balancing that longer term growth, the innovation you talk about, and really a regulatory regime that is going to be transforming at a, a faster clip than probably any of your predecessors have had to deal with. I mean, that's a that's a fairly hefty balancing act for somebody coming in, particularly somebody coming in without shipping experience, I would argue. <laughs> I guess I guess I've worked in pretty busy environments before, and you're right. It is uh, it is a it is a busy environment. But I, you know, I think there's a there's an interesting twist to this because I think actually that's the sort of environment that you can use to really energize an organisation and create a, a degree of agility. And I I see that as an interesting and worthwhile challenge rather than as something that's particularly threatening. You're right. You know, there is uncertainty around Brexit. I sort of feel as if we've got to, that's going to have to play out over the next few weeks. Mm. Is it what any of us would wish for? The uncertainty, I suspect not. I think the trick in this is going to be picking it up once that uncertainty's finished and um, moving on quickly. And, you know, there will be some opportunities that exist post-EU exit. One of them, I think, is to sharpen up and focus the UK flag offer and uh, my intention is to make the most of that opportunity. But growth prospects still there? I mean, if you could somehow eliminate the, the Brexit effect, the UK flag has not exactly been uh, challenging competitors recently over, uh, in terms of volume. Post-uncertainty, should that ever come, um, do you, do, I mean, what, what, what's the sell here? Why is uh, the British flag a, a viable concern these days? So I, th- I think there's, there's a lot of elements to the UK flag that... Uh, can be attractive to ship owners, are attractive to ship owners. One of the pieces of work going on at the moment is to repackage all of those and be very clear about those parts of the offer we think are differentiators and that our current ship owners on the flag believe are differentiators. We're in the middle of that work at the moment and we'll be making stuff more public over the next month or two. But the elements you wouldn't you wouldn't be surprised at. There's access to some very, very capable um, technical resource, there's a closeness to UK government that gives advantages. We're very good at dealing with uh, situations with our customers where they hit problems uh, um, uh, when they're in foreign ports. And you know that's without getting into all the legacy, you know, what a wonderful heritage um, mm. stuff, which is very, very real and very important for parts of the sector. But there's some, there's some tangible sort of present stuff as well. So, so as I say, we're going through a repackaging exercise at the moment and be hearing more about that in the next couple of months. But fair to say those who were from the industry side calling for a more commercial or commercially focused flag that would be the direction you'd be heading? Absolutely no absolutely you know I think the fact that we're an agency of government doesn't mean that the flag offer should be anything but a, a really good commercial business-to-business offer. Our customers would expect us to be business-like and I want to be absolutely sure that's how we behave. And just briefly, you know, touching on that process of innovation and balancing the sort of the dual nature of the MCA, the, the regulator, but also a commercially facing encourager of business. That is a tricky balancing act on a national level, but you're also dealing with international regulation. You mentioned 2020 and the gap between where we go on sulfur right through to the decarbonisation. That's not something the UK can deal with in a solo environment. You are dealing with no, no. you know, the 174 well, member states of the IMO at that stage. Well, and I think not just that, even if you look at the UK as a microcosm of the world, the, the MCA can't operate in isolation there. This is a complex network of partnerships and relationships. And for the MCA to operate effectively, 
with quite a complex agenda, we've got to we've got to be very smart at the way that we work with partners, customers, other regulators, UN bodies, charities. You know, there's a there are hundreds of uh, stakeholders that we have to work very effectively with. And if you like, it's one of the, I believe it to be one of the core skills and a skill I'd like to sharpen up uh, within the MCA as a whole is is working really really effectively with other organisations. Wonderful. Brian Johnson, uh, new Chief Executive of the MCA, thank you very much for joining us. Welcome to Shipping, and we hope this isn't the last time we hear you on the Lloyd's List podcast. I certainly hope so as well. Thank you.